0: Just send them home. It's time to go home there, Bob. Just go home! That's your home! Are you too quick
1: for your home? Stand me! Hi, yes, that, that intro music never gets old. Welcome back to the the Off the Tips podcast and... What a, a big week in the week of golf, but these boys didn't, catch a these, these boys <laughs> didn't catch a these boys didn't catch a shot. So I don't know what we're going to talk about today. But uh, to join me on, on the podcast yet again, he's, he's making a habit of it now that his travels have run out and he's newly employed. So round of applause for the great man AC. <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. How you been going, mate?
0: good mate a real weight has been lifted off my shoulders now that I'm employed but also now I'm scared I'm like man it's been so nice like four months just being able to kind of do whatever I like but it's it's good bit of routine coming on so and at least some money coming in it's starting to get a bit squeaky bum in that department so a real gold hangover this week mate like Had a big weekend the last weekend and just couldn't back up this weekend, so
1: haven't watched anything. Yeah, I agree. It was, look, in terms of actual golf, like I said at the top, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of tours in action. The Oz Tour here was on, which is probably the only golf I, I really watched. I caught a bit of the WA Open, but, yeah, in terms of international events, it was pretty bleak considering the Dunhill was virtually a washout. Uh, a bit of a, a bit of Mickey Mouse stuff happening over there when but like, Matt Fitzpatrick got the job done and look mate, <laughs> did you did you see anything at the at the Dunhill? We'll just we'll get that out of the way and then we'll just wing it. No,
0: I, I didn't watch a shot. Obviously I saw Foxy had a really good week. The only content I really saw of the Dunhill was how wet it was, obviously. Like I can't believe the job like it's been talked about but the job the Greenskeepers did actually get that that um, third round in was just incredible. Like The place was, Carnuce in particular was just underwater which is insane because Link's courses drain so well that I, it's hard to fathom how much rain they would have had and then the second thing I saw was, was Foxy eating a hot dog. <laughs> That's about all I saw.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that was some, some good content. It looked like a, a good dog too. I, I, I <laughs> feel like they, they put on a decent graze and Look, good on him, like, mate. You see blokes roaming the fairways with then almonds and then muesli bars. Mate, just get stuck into a good old-fashioned hot dog with some mustard on it. Good on him. And he, and he played very well this week. But apart from the the job news, mate, what's happening on that side of the world? Yeah, obviously,
0: I start on Monday, so I've got a free week. And I've been a bit bored. There's been a lot of bumming around. I've watched a lot of Netflix. Um... Yeah, nothing to really report. I have I I've, was pretty, the sleeping arrangement I have here is not great. So I'm a top sheet operator and uh, the place I'm at doesn't have a top sheet and also the duvets are like a winter duvet. So you just, you're either too cold or just boiling. It's not fun. So I probably oh, I fell asleep at like 3am last night and then I wanted to get a coffee this morning but the coffee's cafe scene
1: here sucks it's just yeah i feel like
0: perfect but cafes i just don't know
1: what's going on there um i feel like there's a big gap in the market in the uk for a decent brew uh i feel like Mm. if you could create a coffee cart and import some raglan roast that you'd be you'd be away and laughing but i suppose you'd have to find the right people to appreciate it I think also it's just the big chains. Like the, the coffee doesn't feel like it's made with love. No, no, you're right. I actually find the coffee in Australia. It's definitely miles better than it is in the UK. I thought the when I was living in the UK, I thought the coffee was bought one disgraceful. But <laughs> in Australia, it's um, it's not fantastic. I don't reckon. I have found a couple of cafes that are okay, but. I just don't think anything compares to the coffee scene at home. And I think that's just, yeah, I think that's a universal fact. I think you're going to get, we're going to get some Australian haters in, in our DMs after hearing that. Because every time I've kind of brought that up with the locals, they kind of get their tail up a little bit. But it's just, it's just an honest fact. I think. Uh, Isn't Melbourne wrote, to be the coffee spot? Yeah, that, is, that is true. I, that is true. I, maybe I should reserve my d- judgment b- before I, um, until I head down and maybe try some brews around around Melbourne, but yeah, the the Sydney scene not great. There's oh the the cafe just down the road from me does does a good brew, but look apart from that, it's uh, it's, it's pretty bleak. But look, enough coffee chat. AC, um, is there any is there any golf news from around the world that that uh, comes to your attention?
0: Oh, just the Corn Fairy tour, which, obviously, man, I I can't get over how difficult that final sort of qualifying would be. Like you're literally playing for a real living there, and just the hard work that goes into it all. Like the commentators kept going about the hard work, which was kind of annoying me too, because, um, like they all work bloody hard. Like those Corn Fairy players are so good, but. The story that kind of has been around was that Shad Tootin, he was sitting at 30, so he was going to get a PGA Tour card, but got penalized because he went to place a ball, it rolled, and then he replaced it again, which you can't do once you place the ball. It's in play, and he got mm. penalized. Ended up missing. He ended up getting. He was 30. Finished 32nd. And I was just like, man, that's just such a tough one. I can't imagine how you come back from that. It would be seriously demoralising. I don't think, if that happened to me, I don't reckon I'd watch a PGA Tour event the next year. It would just grate me.
1: That'd keep you up at night, wouldn't it? It's tough Um, to see. It is tough to see, like, missing out by that much, especially, Fuck, like, the amount of blood, sweat and tears that would go into... Grinding on the corn ferry tour, like you still make a decent living, but obviously the jump to the jump to the PGA Tour is just a completely different gravy. And if you can get there, you like you you're setting up I think, kind of everyone. And I think also since it's such a long season, it would just feel like
0: such a. I don't know. It's like going back to school again in a way. Like it's, mm. it's, it would just be so hard in that department.
1: But, but I don't really like, have a lot like, to add. It'd be like failing failing NCAA level three and having to go do year thirteen again. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I should yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um but,
0: but I don't but, have a lot to add. Yeah. Like I, that's all I really saw. I I hope there's a, apparently it's a pretty good crop. So hopefully there's a few that kind of make their name on the PJ tour next year. There's Pearson Coody was the one that jumped off the page at me. He he played well when he at Bay Hill. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, seems like younger players are qualifying now with that PGA Tour U. So there might mm. be a bit of an influx of kind of the up and comers that have kind of been held back by the system in the past. That might just get yeah. to kind of jump, get thrown on the deep end a bit earlier, which is cool.
1: And uh, I saw Tom Whitney made it, and that name might not ring a bell to you, but. Fun fact, he's responsible for missing the shortest putt recorded in professional golf. Oh, is he American? I, he's American. It was last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, he missed one, I think it was three inches, in between three and four inches. So Surely he was like trying to tap it with the back of his putter or something or... No, 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 he, he was like kind of, it was the classic like on, on one foot, he just tapped it, just caught the edge, rolled out to like oh. two and a half feet. <laughs> 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 like oh, like no. had to get a marker out sort of territory. Oh, um, shit, which is pretty funny, but he got his tour card, so good, good on him. But I understand that you came across some local news in New Zealand that you yeah, wanted to tell the listeners.
0: Yeah, just Peter Harvey of Kaikulta Golf Club. His shot was age 100 times. Uh, his age a hundred times. He's was first to do it when he was 69. Just incredible. I, it's hard to fathom. Like, here we are. Just, I don't know, I'm happy with anything kind of early 80s. Pretty content with that. And here's a guy who's just still flushing at that age.
1: Yeah, mate, that's, that's so impressive. And uh, kind of in, in my job that i do now at the golf australia magazine i've been lucky enough to kind of interview a couple of local legends and there's a few of them out there eh, that just consistently break their age i interviewed a bloke last month that i think he'd shot his age about 120 times and equaled it a further 80. just an absolute flusher but yeah it's gone to here and have you played Kaikora? I played the front nine with, with a hired set.
0: We did like a roadie when I was probably like 13 or 14, and I remember playing there. I think I had three over, but it was it was a decent test. I, it definitely wasn't easy.
1: Mm, I don't know yeah, how I, I
0: can remember shit like that, but I do.
1: Yeah, as it's, it's someone who grew up in North Canterbury, I probably should have gone and had a hit there at, at some point, considering the amount of time I spent like driving through. Up that way for you know cricket trips and 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 whatever and going up to the to golden bay for you know summer holidays i never even crossed my mind but i think yeah you need i need it i need to get there because every time i've driven past i've said that to myself like fuck like kikora looks like a, de- a gun track i should probably get out and play it not imagine it'd be an honesty box operation and it'll be in great nick like a lot of those gym sort of courses are in the you know rural areas yeah, I think it had a little bit more to it than an honesty
0: box from memory. I, But I, me and Monty have always talked about doing like a like an ultimate golf roadie in New Zealand. And because if you drive, I've driven from Hamilton to Queenstown before. It's
1: amazing how many golf courses you pass. You could play. No, I, I, I agree. And maybe, look, just spitballing here. Maybe in a couple of years, you know, when Off the Tips has, has a bit of financial backing, we could, maybe, maybe we could do a video, a video series and, and, you know, do top to the bottom of the country. We'd, we'd both probably have to be living in that country though. So, you know, yeah, that, that's a bit of a, yeah, I reckon we get a van
0: and then we meet Off the Tips listeners at their locals and play it with them, have a few
1: beers, just do that for like a month. Mate, that is a great idea. I reckon I'd be all around that. Jeez, I, I don't know who'd be driving the van each morning, though. Paper scissors are Yeah, real. Real might have to be wait until midday sort of thing just to, you know, make sure we're <laughs> under the limit. But look, mate, no real news is across my desk that I've, is worth bringing up, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, so, not, good journey
0: over here. Well, you know, uh, the Aussie nah, Open's if it doesn't come, you, know, you can't invent a story. Yeah, well, oh, there's, there's,
1: there has been a bit that's come through. Mate, you, know, you did but, go
0: to that media day. I don't think we talked about it last week on the pod, so I understand you went to the media day uh, for the Aussie Open. What was that like? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was yeah, it. Was great. Went out to the Australian, got a brief look. It wasn't really for the Aussie Open. It was more for the PGA Tour of Australasia. Had oh, okay. uh, had got um, new, a new naming partner, Challenger. Have the, they're now the Challenger PGA Tour of Australasia. So they were kind of announcing that, and at the same time announcing Cam Davis was uh, coming down to play. But yeah, it was a great day. Got out there. There was a bit of a panel and a. And a bit of a presser with the CEO and and Paul Gow was out there and we got to go out and see him hit, hit a couple of wedges down at the God. Australian Australian driving range which was that was can't good. have been pretty. It can't Surely have been what, Paul sorry? Gallen doesn't swing it well. That can't be. no, nah, nah, not not Paul Gallen. Paul Gow, the um, professional I golfer. I was
0: Paul Gallen, I was
1: like, <laughs> what the fuck? What is he doing there? I don't know if I go. Yeah, no, no, no. Gal wasn't there, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So did that, and then you know, like, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great day. It was good to get eyes on on where these guys are going to be playing in the Aussie Open, and it looks a terrific championship venue. I, I um, I don't think like a a design nuffy like uh maybe our friend the Kiwi caddy Matt Wallbank probably wouldn't love it. I think it's but for championship golf, I think it's it's a perfect course. So it'll it'll be a good um, it'll be a good one. It won't be as entertaining as an Australian Open at the Sandbelt, but yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to getting there. What makes
0: you say that Maddie wouldn't like it? Is it is it quite narrow,
1: straight holes like not of options straight, off the tee or yeah, just kind of. Admittedly, I only kind of saw the holes. On the way to where we were having the the media conference and it just looks like kind of bunker surrounded greens uh like a little bit of water hazard but like pristine condition and maddie's also told me that it's that he, i don't think he the he's got is, no i don't he hasn't been there so he he oh, just okay. said that he's heard that the design's not um fantastic compared to some of the other ones in, in New South Wales. But right. and from what I saw, like I can kind of see what he means, you know, just like kinda of the bunkers of the trouble, flattish greens, like yeah. Okay. But yeah. But I'll I'll get a bit of gauge on it when I'm when I'm there for the Aussie because, like I said, I only kinda of saw a couple of holes and and yeah, so but no it was good and then mate got out and Played played some golf afterwards. We just went round the corner to Bonnie Doon, got got the sleeve of Pro V's off off the chair at the oh beautiful at the at the, at the press conference that was for all the journals, which was great. Only lost one of them, so I've got still got a couple in the in the bag. But yeah, got out to Bonnie Doon and played some golf. I, I hadn't played a you know a kind of a proper round of golf since I went out with the Zorabs when I was in in Christchurch with some some club sticks that were too long for me. So it was good to get back out there, you know, with some other golf media people and, and hit some seeds. Uh, hit it, it been... okay. Go right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. um, I could like, you know, could, could always be better. It was, it, I'm not going to lie. I didn't have a scorecard in the old back pocket, but it was, it was a bit of a hit and giggle, but you know, made, made a few birdies. And I, I think I parred Made par, I was even par in my last kind of, Five holes coming home, so started to find a, a bit of form. Nice, good to hear. Have, last year, you talked
0: about uh, at the Hillary how you felt very underdone. Have you got any plans to rectify that this year? Have you got any goals, or have you got any sort of you got a plan in place to try and prove or be embedded next to the Hillary?
1: That's a great question. And I inquired about a membership today at long reef uh just with one of my colleagues he's a member there and i got him to kind of talk to the gm but it's about an 18 month waiting list so oh, shit. probably yeah it looks like it's a great course and i'd I'd be keen to to join but you know i i can't get get in there right away but look i'm i'm actively on the lookout to become a to become a member somewhere so look whether it's the little part three course that's just down the road from my house it, that could be the easiest play you know just to get a handicap again and and like start going down and hitting balls even though I won't be hitting a whole heap of drivers but there are there are also nets and stuff there so I can you know get out and do it and then you're also affiliated so you can play wherever you want but yeah there, there are plans to rectify it you know I've got a. I've got a new putter in the bag at the moment that I had to test uh, for work purposes, and look, I've, I've kept it in the in the bag for now. It's a zebra, which for some of our older listen listeners that might ring a bell. It was they were huge in the 80s and 90s. I made a comeback, and look, I, I really I don't love the look of the putter, but no, nah, they look fucking like awful. Yeah, I'd but, hate standing over on one of them, but like. The way it rolls, I'm I'm really happy with it. I actually, I've been rolling the ball pretty well. And another standout, just on a side note from my round of Bonnie Doon, was um, I think every time I pulled three iron off the tee, I made par and my bunker play. I got up and down every time I got in the bunker. So that was... Shit, that's a good effort. Yeah, and I th- so I think I was I was three from three, green side bunkers up and down, Ooh. which was, yeah, I was pretty happy with. Oh, you take that every day of the week. What about you, mate? I understand that you got out got the sticks out and, and ventured out to a you know, a a little course out in London. Do you wanna talk the listeners through your day out?
0: Yeah, so it's it's tough in London. I had my sticks, my golf clubs in storage at the moment, so I played with my mates and again they're a little bit long and it was it just felt awkward. Like the club I don't know how you felt, the club doesn't feel balanced. Well. Cause you're holding it further down it just feels the weight doesn't feel like it's distributed right i don't know it was odd but i'm not making excuses i just i i felt like a newly born calf trying to swing a golf club like i just i don't know i just didn't feel right at all Everything felt so off um but it is quite tricky to play in london like it was it was about a 70 minute sort of train journey, I'd take two two tubes and then take the overground out to the golf course. So it's not it's not easily accessible here, but I enjoyed my time for sure. I one thing i noticed since kinda of we went to the open and I was kinda of travelling is I did I did miss just being able to go out and play golf whenever I wanted to, like at mm. home. So I do plan to kinda of sort that out so I can play oh no, I'd like to try play once a fortnight here maybe once every three weeks i think once every three weeks is probably more realistic but i'd like to try sort of come up with a plan to improve without having to go play and i know that sounds Mm. stupid but even if it's like a few drills you can do at home or um out the back of your the flat that we're going to move into i'd love to just try work on some shit because it's just fun playing good golf like when you're hitting Mm. the ball well there's nothing Nothing more fun, but I feel like I've deteriorated in the ball striking department over the last three or four years. I just everything feels like such a scratch and scrounge. Like I, I don't have a low one in me anymore.
1: When mm, I say low, uh, I
0: mean shoot around par. I always I feel like I have to play so good to shoot seventy six, which never used to be the case.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just it's all about consistency. Like if you're not hitting balls, you you're not gonna score well mm. but i'm in the same boat like not having a car is massively playing a part in that and but hey i think cal i think we not.
0: we don't have there's still ways and uh i think we need to stop with the excuses
1: yeah okay i i like <laughs> that i like that and maybe maybe yeah, let's hold each other to account you know like let's try from now on in just let's make sure the boys get into some form of golf every yeah. every fortnight so look I'm actually I'm actually playing with you You know obviously your great mate Harris we're playing down at the the little par 3 course by my house on Sunday so that'll be a good day out he's he's going to be fresh off the everest so don't know what sort of condition <laughs> he's going to be in but um yeah oh that could be anything yeah that could be uh, why aren't you going look, well I've got to play fucking cricket mate Oh, no yeah true so so depressing and I'm telling you now I seriously considered pulling the pin this week because we're playing in Campbelltown which is at the other side of the world that's a trick yeah yeah. so that's a trick but look better you know can't let the boys down so gotta gotta get the whites on but look mate we'll start wrapping up the pod we'll head into our playoff holes I don't I don't have a whole heap for you I've got a tough scene do you have a tang off a tough scene do you have anything for me
0: Oh, I have I have a tough scene. Nothing, nothing too bad. But I, I was just walking to the shop the other day, and I was like, oh, I'll check my card see if I've got enough money on it. And there'd been like a two hundred and fifty dollar New Zealand transaction that was just fraud, fraudulent. And I'm I'm waiting to hear back. I, they said that would take eight days, but that's just it's just not what you need when you've been on a four month hol- holiday. <laughs>
1: Unemployed Who's well you are employed. Like
0: but... a lot of
1: money at the moment. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, mate. That's yeah, that is an actual tough scene. But look, if it's fraudulent, you you're gonna you're gonna see that money again. So but yeah, you're right. It's, I hope it's, you haven't
0: it. Yeah, the only thing I'm concerned about is you know how normally they'll be like, Oh, there's a transaction in US, you don't live there. But yeah. My transactions have been around from all around the world lately, so that's my only slight concern. But I think it'll be
1: okay. Like, surely they can see that it was a weird purchase.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, for for sure. Well, I I also have a tough scene for you. Just at the Sanderson Farms this week, Wesley Bryant, uh, PGA Tour Pro from America, hit one left. I'm not sure what. I'll look! Can't ta- I, I saw this on social media. I, I didn't see this live. So, and he's he's hit one, and it's like over, like kind of one of those swampy creeks. And he can see his ball. He runs, runs, and jumps up, jumps over the creek, plays plays his ball, but then comes to realize that he can't get back over because he can't get the run up. So he takes his foot joys off and um, starts walking across and. You can see him start getting concerned because he's like oh this is quite soft and you, anyone who's been in those you know golf <laughs> golf club swampy creeks you know like you don't know how deep that swampy stuff goes and he proceeds to take a couple of steps and just ends up about waist deep <laughs> in, this, in this swamp it appears ac's dropped out as i was telling him that wesley bryant yeah but anyway it looked like wesley bryant had it's sunk in quicksand, which, you know, is is a pretty tough scene, and he proceeded to play the rest of his round with his, uh, with his pants rolled up. But look, with AC dropping out, I'll I'll wrap the pot up there. It's It's been a short one this week. The boys were a little bit underdone, but we, we got a pot over the line for you. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week.